Wake up, church. There's a war going on for the soul of our country, where the lies of the demonic control the narratives of our culture. Join your host, Gary Duncan, in search of the kingdom warriors of our time. Those not afraid to speak up and walk out the word of God in the face of evil. Get ready for a supernatural impartation, a spiritual download of faith and fire into your life. Welcome to the Remnant Revolution. Okay, so I wanted to get into a little bit of where it all began. Here's the, here's the picture that I got uh, five years ago. I was in church on a first of the year around January or so. And we had one of our leaders get up and was just really challenging us to to start the year off fast and to, to start forward in our stance and not to kind of slowly drudge ourselves into the new year with the things that God's calling us to do. All of a sudden, I got a picture of a battleship. This wasn't your normal battleship. It was, it was pretty rusty, pretty broken down. Um, I kind of, I probably thought of it. I think he helped me remember uh, the time when I went to scouts with my sons to the uh, uh, battleship there in Mobile, in Alabama. And, you know, it was kind of rusted in a lot of spots, and it was just sitting in the harbor and, you know, it wasn't in use. It was decommissioned, and it was massive. And it was great to 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 do that. We got to spend the night on the the battleship. But I think he he back then actually deposited uh, his words and what he wants me to be speaking his me- the message um, back then. Now that I think about it, as I'm just sitting here talking, I'm thinking about well, wow. So it hard, it started before five years ago because that was several years prior. So, anyway, back to the battleship. And you'll find during this, I might take a few rabbit trails throughout the podcast, so just hang with me. Anyway, back to the battleship. Okay, it's broken down. It's rusted. Think about it. I I saw this battleship broken down, rusted, decommissioned. And what I was looking at, and and this is kind of where I didn't let it become condemnation, but it really hit, hit me hard that, that's what I saw myself as. That's what I felt like my life was like. That um, life as a Christian, you know, not as an unbeliever, but as a Christian. That I was defeated in many areas of my life. I was very passive in many areas of my life. I was powerless in many areas of my life. And I was stuck in a mediocre life. Does anybody feel like that? Does anybody feel like the last year that we've walked through, that we've been beat up and abused and defeated and powerless how about that powerless um so i saw this battleship picture and then um i saw a war saw this war out on the horizon now let me go back here real quick all right so the battleship so you've seen this picture of a battleship and it's on a harbor this really grotesque dark looking harbor and Kind of like out of the scene of uh, Pirates of the Missis- uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, and um, this is really just kind of kind of a really dark situation. A lot of smoke coming out of the chimneys, and I got and actually what I did is I got somebody to draw me a picture of this, so I have a picture on my wall of this whole image. But there's this, um, so I'm in this this battleship, um, and I'm seeing myself and thinking, well, that's you know my life, but that's what I thought. But what God was speaking, what God is saying, is that you are built for battle. 
how I really am in God's eyes, I'm built for battle. I was called to fight. Okay, Psalms 144.1 says, Who trains my hands for war and fingers for battle? Okay. We are the son of the king. We're sons and daughters of the king of the Most High. Wherever we go, the kingdom of God is at hand. Okay, so, so that's who I am. I'm not the broken down battleship. And we, unfortunately, we've lost our identity in this country. And the church has neglected this part of God's word. Our identity in Christ is one of the most powerful, most life-changing aspect of being a Christian. And too many Christians have no clue about their identity. And I'm not just talking about first-time believers. I'm talking about people that are 20, 30, 40 years in the faith. Because when I read passages in the Bible, I continually ask myself, do I really believe that? Do I really believe that if I pray for somebody, that they will get healed? God's Word says it. So why don't I believe Why don't I believe it? So, we've got a battle. We've got a ship going on. We've got this war. Okay, so this war, just off in the distance, on the side of the, kind of the horizon of the water, there's this just massive battle going on. And what God just showed me this just past week that added some clarity to that picture is that in, and uh, actually before that, but uh, in Ephesians 6.10 it says, We do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness, spiritual hosts of wickedness. So here's this battle going on. And here's this battleship in this harbor, stuck. Okay, it's not moving, it's not engaging in the fight, it's not rescuing the lost and saving the, the lost and healing the sick, it's not doing anything. But it was built for battle. And so what he's showing me is that in our Christian walk, we're not doing what we're built for, what we're called for. And we're in no, no better time than to understand that revelation. One of the things that I understood about this is that the image I was getting is not what it was, but what it's meant to be. So here's this battle going on, and we're standing by idly. Ephesians 6.10, if we do not understand this one principle, because we all have battles in our lives, our personal lives, that if we don't understand this one principle... We will continue to struggle with the same old crap. That's right, crap. That's what I say. Because that's what it is. When we when we are in an argument, we're, we're in a, a wrestling match, when we're in this culture that we're in and we're being demonized for believing in the right to life and, and the things that the Christian community believes, when you look at the face of another person and they say the things that they are saying to us now, we should be looking past the person and looking at what's behind them because they were born just like a child, as a child, just like the rest of us. But there's something behind their demented, evil, misguided beliefs. And that's who we should be taking it out on. 
So we're in a massive war right now. We've always been in a war, but in my generation, meaning that as long as I've been alive, this is the worst it's ever got. So we have this battleship sitting in a harbor, stuck. We've got a war going on on the horizon. And the one thing I didn't mention was that every day the sun rises and the sun sets. The sun rises and the sun sets. There's still a war and there's still a battleship stuck in a harbor. Talked about the harbor a little bit. Um, as a battleship, you know, we should be moving. Battleships are not designed to sit still. They're designed to move, to fight. So I, I got some some imagery from that as well that that uh, you know when you're when you're dry docked that means you're not moving anywhere there's there's no you're not you're just floating you're stuck made a note here it just says dry docked to no holy spirit to float your boat you have the holy spirit in you working is he is he prompting you to do things to speak things out if you're not if you're if you don't and you're not then you're dry docked this 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 massive battleship was was chained to the dock. And I'm going to go into detail of that a little bit later throughout one of the podcasts probably, but, um, you know, being chained to the dock was chained to our sin. Originally, when the, when uh, one of the pictures I got was when, it, when it, the battleship came into the harbor, it was a true battleship in all of its glory. But it stayed too long. And slowly but surely, this port of the, this port that they came into began to, to turn rotten, and the ship never left or didn't destroy what was there, and so it became part of this um, dark and dreary scene. It became a port of death rather than life. Maybe one, you maybe you were once a, a massive powerful battleship in the army for God but you came into a port somewhere and you never left and you're still there I just want to encourage you as you're hearing this to see the imagery and to to hear what God spoke to me in my heart is that we don't have to stay in this harbor I don't have to stay in this harbor I'm getting out of this harbor and I'm going back to the glory of what he designed and created me to be and so I got this image and I went up uh, talked to some leaders, and and one of the ladies, a friend of mine, his wife, uh, Leon's wife, came up and um, when I was telling her this, she was, she said, "Well, you know, I see this the joy of the Lord on you. I see a, a I see a lighthouse. There's a lighthouse in your picture, and the joy of the Lord is shining on you." And I thought, "Wow, that's pretty cool." And so I meditate on that as well. But Jesus, Jesus is the rock that. This lighthouse, this fortress is built upon. So here's this this imagery of a harbor and a battleship and a war going on and then a lighthouse right on the edge out there. And as this imagery developed over the years, I, I noticed how every stone that makes up this fortress, this lighthouse, adds to the brightness of the beacon of light that calls out to those in need and it can warn them of dangers ahead. But it shines the light. It shows God's power and love in the world. And it says, come towards the light. So anyway, that's um, a picture of the, the lighthouse and the ships. And uh, and so this picture that I got, this total picture I got, has been stuck in my 
spirit for the, all these years. And one of the things that um, I continue to see as this culture continues to drift down this rat hole of evil is how our freedoms are being slowly but surely stripped away. It was no more evident to me than what was interesting uh, during the Supreme Court nominee of uh, Judge Kavanaugh of how fiercely he was attacked and how he was able to, you know, whatever you think of this man and all this stuff, the, the stuff that was said, how a guy could... They picked on a guy that had how many years of journaling about his life that this guy was taking notes from that he had just... And I looked at that and I said, you know, they're they're killing this guy for stuff that they can't prove. And yet, what's what's to stop that they won't do that to you? What's to stop that they won't do that to me? The risk of this cancer culture to a Christian is incredible. All you have to do is make a an announcement about something about a Christian and the next thing you know, they could be out of business. So what do you do with that? As a Christian, what are you going to do about that? Somebody accuses you of something. Their word against yours. But they have the media and they have the left and they have every, they have every, what do we call it? Um, principality, power, rulers of the darkness spiritual hosts of wickedness they have all those behind their words you got jesus you got god that's plenty enough but in this culture the question is are you willing to allow that to be enough because when you lose your job because somebody lied are you really going to believe what you read in the bible so it's just my challenge to you is just think about that thanks again for listening to this episode of remnant revolution if you liked what you heard Please leave a comment and rating in iTunes and Google Play. This helps us get heard by more people. And don't forget to share the podcast with your friends and family. Be sure to visit www.remnantrevolution.org to join the conversation, access the show notes, and keep up to date on important events and programming. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at remnantrevolution. Until next time, armor up, stand up, and speak up.